So I have this article. It's from CNN. Oh, boy. No. Oh, it's perfectly <laughs> fine. I mean, perfectly fine. No, I'm just going to pull the facts out of it. It just says at least one dead and five wounded in shooting at California Church. And that it was updated on Monday, May 16th, which to us was yesterday. Okay. So it says four, four critically, one dead in Laguna Woods, California. So in this article, it says they're in route. But um, David Chow... 68 of Las Vegas, Nevada was named the suspect. So okay. I guess he was booked on one, one felony count of murder and five felony counts of attempted murder. So it was Leslie Chow, David Chow. Oh, David. Not okay. Not Leslie. Not Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, fortunately for him, I guess. Yeah. Maybe they're related. Who knows? Maybe. He was a bit of a thug, but anyway. So. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, you know, it just says an Asian man in his 60s who doesn't live in the area, I guess, went to this church and started shooting. I mean, it doesn't does, really. Does it say what kind of church it was? Presbyterian church. Presbyterian. Was there, did they give a demographic? Like it said, um, it was during a lunch reception to honor a former pastor of Taiwanese congregation. Oh, so you're saying the Chinese don't like Taiwanese? I, I mean, <laughs> I have no idea if race has anything to do with it. Well, at CNN, they're not going to tell you that unless it was a white person. So, well, I, <laughs> true. Um, a, a good point on this is the suspect was detained at the scene after a group of people at the church were able to hog tie his legs with an extension cord and confiscate at least two handguns, handguns from him. So at least some people stood up and did something about it. You know, well, here's all the details about what happened. You went from him going in to him being hog tie. Like what? It doesn't. They... Well, this article doesn't really say much. Right. I mean, it just, so, you know, like I said, I think this happened Sunday. So that's, okay. it's still pretty recent. Um, right. Not a whole lot of details. Uh, you know, I would say that, well, let's just say, well, once there's more details out about this one, we'll talk about it in a later podcast. Okay. So since there's not a whole lot out here, I mean, it's. Just be know, aware. Just be aware it happened. It's going to get buried. Yeah, we we heard about it. We we seen it. So I'm sure some of our listeners will send us info on this when they when they find out about it. So we'll have yeah. more research. You know, we'll get our people on it. Yeah, we'll get get our people on it. People in the field. Our people, our reporters in the field. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's that one. I mean, that was um, like I said, Sunday. Don't have a lot of information on it, so. Yeah, probably won't. <laughs> probably, probably. Unfortunately, unfortunately, won't. We might have to dig on that one. Yeah. So, do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, what you got? Um, we'll just lightly touch on this one because there will be a lot more details out about this one. Oh, I'm sure there will be. The um, Buffalo supermarket shooting. Yep. Um, and this one is, um, there was 10 people killed. 
you know, there's, there's a lot of details that I'm sure will be exposed Mm -hmm. probably fairly quickly as you know, you told me that I just found out is there's a hundred and what 80 page manifesto yeah um and supposedly he drove four hours to a black community grocery store mm-hmm. the one of the reports i i saw or read somewhere is that he had cased the supermarket and mm-hmm. oh this is yeah he 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 did his research on all that and when you look if you look at this manifesto, there's probably half of it is basically an intro to gear for everyone because his belief is he did this to make people, well, sorry, to make the politicians come forward with more, you know, more anti 2A things. So that way it would make it even more restrictive and then it would force the pro to a people to fight back. He thinks this, this, this is going to be, you know, this is going to help spark the, 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 the fight, the war, much like his, his racist, uh, ideology that he has as well about, you know, white people taken, taken over again, basically. But half of that, I almost half of that, probably if not eh, a quarter to half of all of that is all right. So I picked this, I got this at this place for whatever I would rather have this or this and this. Um, here's a list of, you know, here, here's manufacturers that are good, bad for this one piece. Um, and like the basics, like he goes through all the levels of body armor and explains them and adds his little comments, uh, helmets, everything. It's, I don't know. The one line that caught me at the beginning of it was, uh, I want to do this and explain this, but I don't have much time. And then it's like, but then you just wrote a 180 page thing with explanations for everything. Like it's a dissertation on anything. <laughs> and it's like, well, how long did it take you to do all this? Cause like it has his own comments in there too. It wasn't like he was copying and pasting everything. I was like, and he was 18. So like, what are you doing? <laughs> How long have you been working on this? Yeah, so he, so he's been working on this for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just no, no other way about this. And I, I mean, honestly, to me, it's just pure evil. I mean, there's nothing. This doesn't help the two A. No, at all. I mean, this is why there is snap judgment and and you know trying to hurry up and get laws on the books is because of stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't help our community. Um, right. You know, there's, there's nothing in this that I've seen in either one of these. that's defendable. Honestly, it just, it makes me think that it's California and New York who both have very stringent, mm-hmm. you know, gun laws. And there was not somebody there other than the security guard that could shoot back. Right. Well, there's, let's see if I can find it here real quick. So there, and this, this is, this is a quote I'm going to read straight out of this. So we all know obviously who's in New York. So we know how New York, like you just said, New York and California are two places that 
it's going to be hard. And a lot of the comments in that is, you know, oh, I had to find this at a flea market. I had to go, you know, you might have to get somebody from Pennsylvania to help you out. Cause uh, I think I believe that was when he's talking about the mags because they're only allowed 10, 10 round mags instead of 30. But here, this is a quote that he put out of here when he was explaining the, the selection of the place. And it says, attacking in a weapon-restricted area may decrease the chance of civilian backlash. Schools, courts, or areas where CCW are outlawed or prohibited may be good areas of attack. Areas where CCW permits are low may also fit in this category. Areas with strict gun laws, with strict gun laws are also great places of attack. So where there's going to be the least amount of resistance, knowing how things were in that, in that state... I don't know what it was. I didn't I didn't get a chance to follow up on it. There's one person that kept popping up in all the interviews. Um, I think it was the guy that was standing. There was a guy that was outside when it happened. He was across the street or something like that. And I think it was so obviously the you know, depending on which news outlet you're listening to, you know, you just get the little snippets that fit what they want to put in there where he's talking about it. But I think it was him where supposedly he said, you know, if there was a lot more people here with guns, he probably would have been stopped. Now, obviously, they're not going to play that on the news. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the the sad thing is, you know, the, the guy that wrote that wasn't isn't wrong. <laughs> oh, no, that's you know? that's that's the weird thing about, I mean, with a lot of that stuff, like, I don't know if this guy was apparently he was going, I think he was going to college or something like that so when i reading that is it seems really well written out i mean there's a few times where it's just kind of like you know i think he spelled please plz i mean he's he's 18 and there's some there's some slang terms thrown in there um which you know are kind of common in the gun community and for younger people i mean there's one in there that i had to ask about just a few days ago about a glow or a glowy I didn't know. I've never heard that before. And I had to ask people in the groups what that was. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. You didn't know what that is. And I didn't. And he even used that term. What is it, it really? Uh, basically, like a federal plant to like push an agenda. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 it's and that's, it's, it's weird reading that because some of that, like, it's, it's obviously thought out if you're going to write 180 pages of it. But, <laughs> you know, and he's just in, it's like some of the stuff you, you can agree with, like that whole part about, yeah, there's less, less people there that are gonna be able to protect themselves. So that makes themselves a target. It's an easier target than anywhere else. But he's in that, that weird space where he thinks it's good. He's going to create this great race war. And then everybody's going to, the white people are going to take over and then he's going to be taken out of prison and be held as a hero like all these other guys that he considers like fighters for them for the cause and everything and it's like say like you get to a certain point and it's like yeah you're just a little too far out there you know that's that's what we advocate for here is two-way rights and you know shall not be infringed mm-hmm. um there's a lot better way of going about fighting for that right than killing 10 people well I, he's you know that 
that's going to be the focus of this, but that's not his focus. Well, his is that's the the shot heard around the world that kicks off the whole movement. That's what he thinks it's going to be, but he thinks it's going right. to be for his movement, which yeah. is great, uh, which is a white, racist, yeah, white supremacy, basically. Yeah, yeah. his isn't about guns like those are just a means to the end he, he right. thinks it's going to create this big thing Race where war. yeah kind of where we we take back over or whatever and there's plenty of stuff in there showing what showing his his opinion and all the different sources that he gathered this information from sad and crazy all at the same time yeah and also from a person that um and this is all coming from a guy who claims that at a certain, I think around 15 or whatever, or his high early into his high school years, or at the beginning of his high school years, claimed that he was a fascist. At 15? Yeah. All right. So he has, he doesn't like leftists. He doesn't like, or he doesn't, he doesn't like liberal. He doesn't like conservative. He has bad things to say about all of them and then says, I have these views and this is what needs to happen. This is, you know, I, he gives like a, I don't know. It's like a 10 different adjective kind of description of what he is. And it's like, all right, you've got too much going on there, buddy. You know, it's it's the, the times that we live in, right. Where everything is politically driven. I probably couldn't have told you what fascism meant. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was more worried about passing my driver's license test right in the next year, and, uh-huh. and uh, that's just that's just crazy to me. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, and it feels like this is just driven from, you know, where'd this come from? Yeah, is it from the the political spewings from 2016 to now, or even you know the Obama years? Yeah. Well, I mean, give, started give, this political drive of everything is political in this country now. Yeah. Well, that's just, yeah. But he's, I don't know. He's, his is weird. He even says, you know, oh, I started out, you know, on what was it, 8chan and 4chan and all this and all that. And then I started going to these communities and all that. Like he pretty much spells it out. But it's like, yeah, you know, some of those weren't really, <laughs> he even admits some of them were like shit posting like memes and stuff like that. And it's like, and then you turn around and now you're putting, you know, all this anti-Jewish memes and cartoons in your stuff and everything. And it's like, all right, well, I guess it's, it's a, it's a mental illness. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, and not that I'm saying that like this is a conversation for another time. And, you know, who was it there? The one recently was it the Michigan one where, they were going after the parents. Yeah. You know, okay. So if he's 18, he just did this. Obviously he's been working on this because he talks about going out and shooting and, and doing stuff and all that, you know, much, you know, very reminiscent to Columbine, but like what's going on at home that he's doing all this and put all this stuff out. Like what, what do the parents do? Like, are they not around? Is that why he's so entrenched in this? Are they not involved? Or I don't know. It just kind of seems like one of those things where, you know, I don't like 
I don't like that immediate, oh, let's blame the parents kind of thing because, you know, you can't, you can only help, you can only help it so far. You know, I mean, anybody that has siblings and you turned out different than your siblings, well, you have the same parents. So how are they going to determine how you're going to be as an adult? But like, what, well, <laughs> what is going, what is going on? Well, what's they, you know, they say that about what the, like two, two kids with an alcoholic father, one turns up, one grows up to be an alcoholic and the other one turn, you know, grows up to not want to touch the stuff. Right. Because they see it and the other mm-hmm. one wants to do this. So right. you can have that. I guess that's the whole nature versus nurture kind of thing as well. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I agree that the one in Michigan, I mean, the parents seem to try to cover it up, you know, right. and they didn't do much about it. Now, you know, the, the I agree if, if it's warranted, then yes, you know, blame the parent, give the, put some blame on the parents, but you know, you can only lock up and put stuff in the safe and you know you know you know how kids are i mean if there's a will there's a way they'll find the combination or mm-hmm. you know they they watch mom or dad unlock it enough times right. to know the combination and learn it and they're going to do their own thing or they just bypass that and go somewhere else to get a gun on their mm-hmm. own and, right you know maybe that's the parents didn't teach them you know, the safety rules of guns are not to touch them or that, you know, I mean, it is, it is what it is, but yeah, I mean, to me, there's still some sort of mental illness in this whole thing. I mean, who there's something, you know, uh, it's just, it's just terrible. Right. So now that everybody's <laughs> depressed, we'll move on. We'll move on. Cause it, <laughs> it's still real early in that one too. When did this one happen? Did it happen Saturday. I believe so. So we'll probably do another show at some point on on these two when when there's more right. more details because that was just a just a couple of days ago. So mm-hmm. Yeah, we can move on now that everybody's thoroughly uh, depressed with us. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you like to move on to? Let's move on to. Apparently, there's been a lot of. I don't know if it's just a. Uh, a more more cognizant of it now or if it's becoming a more thing but there's been a lot of contracts lately coming through from the government to firearms companies and they're i guess the be- i guess the best way for me to put it is i'm kind of in the middle on this so i guess well screw it we'll, we'll just go with the the sig the sig contracts plural that they have now so they've already gotten uh the pistol deal that's gone m17 m18 based off the p320 yeah so they've already gotten that and then now there's the what is it the m5 and m249 the m5 yes and the m249 which i'm gonna get and so now we're changing calibers for the new to the, two four to yeah. the sig fury yeah the, the the 277 sig fury which is the the 6.8 yeah. by 51 nato round yeah but it's so, called the sig sig fury yeah with at, with a can made by by them as well sig right? yeah so they have that 
And we're not telling anybody this, but you might want to go buy some SIG stock. Oh, I'm not, I'm not even sure if they're a publicly traded company or not. I, I can't remember. I'm going to look that up now because if if they were, either I had already bought some or it was already <laughs> too expensive for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they are. I don't even know if there is a SIG stock. but No, I don't think there is. I mean, there might be in the international market, but not U.S. market. But on top of that, we have Winchester, who also has an army contract for 556, 762, and the 50 cal ammo. And that's a, what is that, about a $51 million contract. And all of that is to be filled by September of 2023. Yes. And I have. I have a note here for something else. I think they got another contract, but I don't I don't know what that one was for. And that's for a lot more than that other contract we just spoke about. Well, is that the other one? Is that from Hornaday? It might be. No, that, I think that's an older note, but it could be. But yeah, Hornady has the FBI contract for their duty ammo for, what is it? The 9mm, the plus P. Yeah ammo which i don't know why you want to give them plus p because that's just gonna make them shoot even worse than what they already do but so so i i'm i'm like you i'm on the fence i'm happy that they got new contracts for this but Mm -hmm. something that i had brought up back when this whole COVID thing happened and i said there's no way the government's going to get rid of our guns right Mm -hmm. there's just there's just too many Right. And that'd be the best way for them to start a civil war is to take our guns. But what they could do is take away the means for the guns to be useful. Right. And if they take away our ammo, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you remember this conversation because I think we've had it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, there may be something, a reason why there's these contracts and they need to get a bunch of ammo really in the next, not very, you know, in the more near term than long term. Um, are we prepping for something? I'm, I'm not saying that we're going to go to war in Ukraine with Russia. Or is this a ammo grab that, I mean, let's just say biden somehow gets 80 billion more votes in a a few years than what he did a few years ago right he's the president again is there just going to be no ammo to buy because winchester can't make enough to fulfill their government contract that there won't be any on the shelf and we've boycotted russia so we're not getting any more of that ammo right um, you know, that was already in the works before this Ukraine thing, but I mm-hmm. really can't see any more Russian arrow coming this way. So they're buying up Winchester and Hornaday and SIG ammo. I mean, um, so what does that leave us? Secondhand reloads on a local market? I, I mean, it's... I don't know. I mean, there's other companies out there, but it's... But- there is other companies out there, but if you know if Hornaday and and uh, Winchester can't fill their orders, they're going to be buying that other ammo to fill their own orders. Right. So, I don't. I, 
I'm glad that, you know, these American companies are getting this stuff. But on the other thing, it's kind of like, why do they need $51 million worth of ammo in the next Hmm. year and a half? Well, the SIG one, I can kind of understand a little bit because if you're getting, if whatever their reasoning is, you're, you're getting a new plat, you're you're getting a new platform and then you're going to use a different round, then you need to train the people on this new platform and this new round because it's new equipment. Well, I, I get that. And I like that, that the M5 and and the machine gun are going to use the same rounds. Right. You know, I, I do like that idea, but this Winchester contract doesn't say anything about that. You know, 6.8 yeah. by 51 round, as right. far as I know. You know, well, that's the stuff that they're still using right now. The 5.56 five, yeah. and 7.62 and 50 cal. Yeah, and and just like just like about anything the government does, it's going to be for certain, the contract is going to say it's for a certain period of time. And then they'll go right back to, you know, the, the, the saying in the military is like, you can't always trust your equipment because it's always made by the lowest bidder. Well, SIG stuff's not the lowest. Well, I understand that. Well, I understand that, but I'm sure that was, that was contingent on their platform that they said, this is our platform. So you're going to take our ammo out to a certain point and then after that we can renegotiate or you can go somewhere else so like that was a, that was their foot in oh you like our you like our platform cool we're gonna make the ammo for x amount of time well the and i it just it just slipped my mind the the m5 is based off of already a civilian rifle that's out there oh is it okay um i can't even think of it i'll have to I have to look it up, but you know, they already had that rifle out there. So mm-hmm. it's not to them. It's not necessarily a new platform and right. um, you can actually change the barrel out too. So it kind of has like a, Oh, that's right. Like a kind of like a quick disconnect mm-hmm. to put a, you know, a, a 308 barrel on there. Right. And, and use it AR 10 style gun rifle. Mm-hmm. But and I think this is just for this is just an uh, an army contract, right? Yes, yeah, it's just the army uh, contract. So, so yeah, I, I would they, assume the other branches sooner or later will come on board with that too. Well, it's it depends. All the branches are kind of they kind of do their own their own thing. It's cool because a lot of advancements usually come out of military and wartime like a lot of our medical stuff was is from us being at war for so long now like to think that we're done with that for a while uh not quite sure about that right now but that's kind of like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, they can beat the crap out of it, figure out what's wrong with it, make it a lot better. And, you know, eventually that trickles down to us nobodies. But at the same time, like you are saying before, like, okay, so they're probably getting this really cheap. Why aren't, why can't we get that? Like, I want to be selfish to be like, stuff hasn't gone down. You're going to say, oh, inflation and all that. You're going to, you're going to re divert all of your, your stuff 
your resources to filling these contracts. So how much is that going to bite us on the other end of, of all of this? And, you know, you know, people's going to buy it just because it's like, Ooh, Ooh, that's the new, that's the new army yeah. gun. So I got to go get the, it's the, um, MCX spear. Yeah. So I, I got to go buy me the MCX spear and, and uh-huh. I'm sure they'll sell it in the, you know, in the tan. Uh, my wife, my wife likes to call that khaki. In the khaki, <laughs> in the calling. khaki, <laughs> it's tactical khaki. It's tactic khaki. Tactic khaki. That's cool. <laughs> we need to trademark that. There we go. Have our own spray paint of tactic khaki. There we go. But it says, you know, the the kit to buy the rifle and the and the uh, suppressor is eighty four hundred dollars. So I don't know if that's what the I don't know if that's what the government is paying. But I guess that's what we would pay for that setup. So Oof. I would imagine that price would have to come down. And maybe they do get a price cut. You know, it's the government says, hey, we're going to buy yeah. you know, 10 well, million yeah. of these. We're, we're only going to pay $1,200 a piece or something, or whatever it is. Right. And, you know, it's always a couple of guys in a back room shaking hands. Yeah. Hey, we're going to. We'll help you out. You help us out, kind of deal, and that's that's how all that stuff happens. Yeah, just first look. It's a it's an AR style gun, but it doesn't have a. It's a captive. It doesn't have a buffer, so it doesn't have the buffer spring and all that stuff. It's all contained recoil system. I don't know if you saw the video. There was a video. um, I want to say that Mike Glover did. and he was shooting this one-handed to show the recoil of this Mm -hmm. that like the recoil is even less than an ar which is an ar is very light on right recoil um so and i guess it has just a two-point adjustable gas block so it has normal and overgassed or something like that Mm -hmm. so it has like a flip switch yeah out at the end of the handguard so it looks really like yeah, that's cool i want one of those in my safe but man not $400. No way. because i mean you can you can buy this whole thing now because you're they sell it it's their can i mean you can mm-hmm. buy the can yeah you know there's nothing on this gun that makes it special i mean you go back to the old m4 and they're using, you know, it's a short barreled rifle with the stock on it. So it's a couple of tax stamps once you buy mm-hmm. everything. Um, suppressor and all that stuff. And this is kind of more of a, you know, I'm sure if other branches and special forces buy it, it'll, it'll morph into something different. Mm-hmm. But it's nice. It's cool. Yeah. Looks neat. I kind of want the, uh, I guess it's the 250, not the 249. The 249 is the old one. Right. Um, but the new LMG, I wouldn't mind having one of those. Yeah. Get a tech stamp for machine gun. Well, to add on to this, two more companies have an FBI contract, and that's Silencer Co. and Huxworks. I'm sorry, Huxworks Safety Company formerly 
OSS suppressors. They have an FBI contract, so they've got new ammo, and now they're getting suppressors, which, man, it must be nice. And they're saying this is for the... <laughs> little sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, this is for the hostage rescue team, which I didn't know that they were work, working that much. But this is for um, suppressors. Uh, it's an indefinite deliverable or indefinite quantity contract worth $4.9 million that's paid out over five years. So it's the, uh, the largest law enforcement suppressor contract to date. So once again, it's already... Hard enough. No, I don't, you know, some people really like Silencer Co. I've, I'm pretty sure I've heard of OSS. I don't know if they're great, if they're really expensive or what the deal is. I know they're a little bit on the, uh, at least Silencer Co. is a little mid to high on price range. But once again, cool, you got the contract, you're getting the money, but how's that going to affect the, the normal person? Like, is this... You know, my biggest fear with some of these companies is they're going to turn into just strictly government contract companies. And then that's one less company in in the pool affecting, or in our case, helping prices with competition. I don't, you know, so first of all, I don't understand why the FBI hostage rescue team needs suppressors. Well, if, if I'll, you're... I'll play devil's advocate on that. The, the, the best thing for anybody shooting a firearm is going to be to have a suppressor. If you're out in the open, if you're in public, if you have some form of comms in your ear, you're going to want a suppressor. Otherwise, you're going to be all kitted out with a helmet and everything else, and you're going to have to have special ear pro and all that. So I... I, I am totally in agreement with that because I think that should be standard purchasing equipment when you buy a gun. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree with that too. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing the other side of that. You know, if you're, if you're rescuing a hostage, they're probably not going to be out in the open. They're going to be inside of a building. Having a suppressor is going to be a lot easier on your ears and your communication than if you just go in there with you know, a naked gun. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I totally get that. Cause you know, but uh, this big of a contract, how many people are actually doing that? Right. And that, um, that's, that's the question I have as well. Like that seems a lot, a lot of money for something you don't really hear about. Like how often and, are people being held hostage? Right. And I mean, this is like, okay, all the desk jockeys get silencers too. I mean, I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, Hey man, open your desk drawer and put this, suppressor by your by your yeah. fbi issued firearm you know but that's that's you know that the other the other side of that story is or conversation with suppressors is that to me that should be purchased with a firearm there should be a tax stamp and you know it's like you're you don't get the option when you buy a car of like, oh, you want a muffler on your car? That's a $200 tax stamp and come right. back in a year and a half when it's approved. Yeah. And we can quiet your car down for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, I don't know. Safety reasons. Protect your ears. It's, I, I don't know. I, we've talked about this on the podcast before. 
you know, I think it's a money grab, but it's a ridiculous money grab. Right. Yeah. You know, Cause a long time ago, the $200 was a lot of money. Now, mm-hmm. now it's a reason for somebody that makes a exotic metal tube. Yeah. With a stack of washers in it to charge you <laughs> thousands of dollars. And you're going to want it because the government told you, you can't, and you have to right. pay $200 for that. So yeah. if they made them legal, and they become mass produced, they'd have to be a lot cheaper. The price yeah. would go down. Yeah. It'd be a lot easier to get. Well, and everybody should have them. Interestingly, this, this, uh, suppressor, uh, that Huxworks makes that's part of this contract. Apparently it is a 3d printed suppressor, which is pretty cool, but I guarantee that that thing is extremely expensive. Because um, metal 3D printing is not cheap. No, it's not. <laughs> and and we, it, oh, and it's only available for military and law enforcement agencies. So there you go. That's already one one of those companies like I was talking about that they only do. Well, I should say only that that item, not the company, but that item the company makes is only for military and law enforcement agencies. Which why? Why? Maybe they're the only ones that can afford it, so they can work it in to get deals but still why i don't you know it's the 3d printing is getting cheaper because you don't have the machining as much machining cost into it you know you print this out all they all they're going to do is is just hone hone the bore and then machine the threads you know looking at their website that's that's pretty fancy banner whatever however you say it of the suppressor that's on their website i mean it's pretty cool looking the guts for it but i just i don't really i i mean suppressors are cool i mean it's yeah (laughs) once you go suppressed it's hard to go back right i just don't understand how they're so why they're so expensive why they're regulated i don't know i want one (laughs) <laughs> i want i want more you want more we'll wrap up with this one i guess we'll call this kind of a i guess the uh the, the good guy win <laughs> for <laughs> depending on which end of it of it you were in you were on but um in vegas a guy decided to wander into a concealed carry class and tried to take someone's gun out of their bag <laughs> I'm not sure where this is going, but it sounds like a bad idea to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a video of inside the classroom of this guy just sitting down, rifling through this guy's bag. And the guy walks in and is like, what are you doing? <laughs> and gets everybody's attention to him that this guy's going through my stuff. And I believe he's escorted outside as the the cops are showing up. And this is where it gets a little bit hairy. There's there's two officers that go up and apparently he had a screwdriver in his pocket. And he definitely gets one of them good. Uh, I believe it was a female officer. And like she got stabbed in the head a couple times is what it was. And Head, uh, head and neck area. Is a head and neck area. Yeah. And... I mean, the footage kind of sucks. Footage always sucks. No matter half the time, you're lucky if there's even footage to begin with. And then when you do get footage, 
it's not really great. I mean, they're not, for whatever reason, people aren't putting a lot of money into surveillance systems. She gets nailed in the head a few times. And then all of a sudden you see, what is it, about five guys? Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four. Oh, yeah. Well, there's four plus an officer. <laughs> they do this. What would you call that? A reverse flying V. <laughs> it was a half circle. You yeah, know? yeah, like kind of a, a horseshoe. A horseshoe. There you go. No one's in anybody's way. There, some sound strategy on that one. No one was in any danger, but five people aiming weapons at this guy and they shot him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the video is crazy. I mean, I, I just, maybe he was high, didn't know where he was at rifling through bags. But I think, I mean, what you're getting at is there was, four good guys helping the cops yep it was it was a it was a joint effort yeah. <laughs> at that point i wonder if those four guys like automatically passed the concealed carry class <laughs> <laughs> well that's more of a marksman kind of thing you get your expert badge along with your concealed there carry. you go you know and you're not going to see that anywhere you got to uh-huh. dig for that but wait a second. If they were at the class, they didn't actually have their concealed carry yet. They probably did. They shouldn't. Did they though? I mean, uh, is 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 they were on one a, of the... they were on a break, right? But if it's a a, a, a two know, a st- it, uh, if they're uh, just saying it's a concealed carry class, is that? I mean, I can go attend a concealed carry class right now. People put those on all the time. You know. So you're saying constitutional carry state? So they were no. I'm, anyway. I'm just I'm I'm just saying that those all could be people that were already light already had their their permits true could could be because what is the one thing that i mean i always try to tell people go do training right you know even if you're you know if you're not handling stuff you know go go get go do a refresher so you know these people all could have already had their permits they were just going through and it just says a concealed carry class you know with news articles, you don't know how specific they're being, or maybe it was an advanced class or, you know, they're not giving you the specifics on that. But again, in defense, and I don't know what, you know, Las Vegas or Nevada laws are, you're, you're doing the defense of someone else that just got stabbed in the head a couple of times. So I don't think anybody's going to, going to be up. Well, a normal person isn't going to be upset that he got plugged 14 times, you know, that, <laughs> well, you're not going to hear this guy complaining. Yeah. Fortunately um, for him. Yeah. Now my question is, we know, we know 14, ty- 14 of them landed. How many didn't land? <laughs> the, what was the accuracy there? But it was in a parking lot and it didn't look like from what I could see that there was anybody out there. Yeah. I mean, there was a truck kind of behind the guy as a backstop, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, you're going to be mad if you're the owner, but <laughs> I'm sure the person wasn't in there. No, I'm sure. I'm sure the person was watch it be somebody that didn't come out, but was in the class and they have to go back in and give him the news. Hey, uh, Phil. Yeah. Your truck. Uh, <laughs> oh, guys. Some, it has some holes in it. <laughs> Would you all have to shoot him? Speaking of taking classes at, at one of the ranges I go to, they're having a pistol one class July 16th. So I'm not oh. looking into taking that. There you go. So you said 16th. So I think if I remember correctly, the weekend before 
I might be out that way, out your way ish for a class that I, I want to attend, but I haven't gotten any planning done on it yet. Just it's kind of bouncing around there. Which, which class and where? You remember the guys had uh, Aaron Janetti on yep. his place out there. Was that Hillard or Hilliard? I believe it's pronounced. Yeah, it's up by Columbus. Yeah. He's going to have uh, instructor, guest instructor come in and do uh, a seminar on a Saturday for, I believe it's a law enforcement uh, retention class. Cool. So, and it's one of those where it's not a whole weekend and it doesn't cost hundreds of dollars. So it was like, you know, I'll take a little trip and go, yeah. go get some training in. I mean, was trying to, trying to figure out possibly, you know, just making a weekend out of it. We can get the wife and the dogs and everybody to go, but we have time to figure that out later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. Um, but you, you know, you know how my track record with training has been this year. So we'll see. You know. It'll get rained out indoors. Yeah, it rained out. <laughs> oh, that's but, but it's an indoor class. Yeah, we're rained out. Yeah, we're rained out. Sorry. <laughs> Got a leak in the roof. Yeah. <laughs> now, I do plan on taking the Friday before Memorial Day off. And one of my intentions, that'd be the 27th. One of my intentions would be is going to the range that morning since I haven't been in a while. So. No. You have all your batteries and all your tools, and I will check the twenty sixth. <laughs> Not now; <laughs> they will surely be dead and left on. But no, I, I need I need to get out. Yep, weather's getting nice. It's time to go out and do do some training. Absolutely. Well, I guess that's going to be it for today. Thanks to everybody for joining us again and listening to us ramble hopefully you got some interesting news out of this like always hop over to strikeforceenergy.com use the code aftershock to get 20 percent off your order i just ordered another pump bottle recently so it's nice to have for my morning routine <laughs> join us on facebook at the wasted ammo podcast page we're always passing articles and memes and everything around on there uh, Instagram aftershock underscore podcast and we have we're trying to figure out this Twitter thing so <laughs> look for uh, aftershock podcast or I guess however the names work on there would be aftershock pod one because there's other aftershock podcasts on there but like I said kind of a different platform still trying to figure it out get on there and just Sometimes I post stuff. Sometimes I get on there and just make comments on stuff and try to pass along information. I'm still trying to sort through all the different two A related and try to not get too political on it. But see whatever what kind of rants we ever come up with and just throw them on there. <laughs> so, but that's where you can find us. Join up if you haven't. Let us know know you're alive. Let us know what you're into, what you're doing. Share with everybody. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace.